0: Easy listening to URFM 103.7. It's a quarter past twelve, and it's two in your FM's health and well being. With Naturopath David Loman joining us. We do it for our sponsor, balance to And today's topic, David, is mental pain, which a lot of people are suffering with.
1: They are, Dave. And and it's a it's a big topic. And the thing that I looked at when I was looking at this is that to me, um, we we seem to be tackling it at the wrong end. So, somebody says they have a mental pain, whether it's anxiety or depression or worry or nervousness or whatever it may be. And often the drug is given to try to rebalance the neurotransmitters to take away that mental pain rather than looking at what is causing the condition in the first place, which to me goes back to what the person is putting into their body. Mm. So, if somebody's suffering from mental pain, the first thing I get them to do is list to me what they're eating, what they're doing, how they're doing that and then do the RBTI analysis to find out where their biochemistry is out of balance because it's the biochemical imbalances which actually
0: create the condition of mental pain. Now, David, what are some of the illnesses and ailment that fall under that umbrella of more, mental pain?
1: Well, depression, anxiety, people who worry constantly. Any time where the person is going into their brain and they can't think clearly, they've got a lot of fear going on, they've got this constant repetitive thoughts going around and around
0: their head. All of this sort of thing where there's just no peace in their brain, basically. So is it fair to say when it comes to mental pain, we have a lot of trouble misunderstanding what the causes truly are?
1: Well, I believe so. And I believe that that's one of the chief causes for suicide as well. So because if people understood that if they could actually observe what was happening in their body and observe the way in which their brain was working and they could learn to calm it down and get rid of the excess energy from the brain they could actually transform their mental pain into usable energy.
0: So, David, if we were to trace back the problems, which are mentally related there with the mental pain, where do you think they would all lead back to?
1: I think they'd lead back to the gut. They lead back to what we put into our body. And and let me just separate the three types of pain because we've got physical pain, which is where something's happened to the body and is causing a physical pain in the body. Then we've got mental pain. Now, mental pain to me is still happening to the body because it's actually happening to the brain. And then we have emotional pain, which is those emotional issues that we haven't dealt with. Now, depression, for instance, can come out of mental pain or it can come out of emotional pain. It's, it can be as a result of physical pain because, you know, if you've been in pain long enough, you're going to get mentally focused on the pain and that will infect your neurotransmitters. But you can also be emotionally affected by it, believe that you must have done something wrong, for instance, and keep going over and over that, which leads to an emotion, a mental breakdown. So there's a fine line between each of the pains, and to find out which one it is, and to work with what needs to be worked with to help people relieve that, you first of all have to have some sort of baseline and that's where we use the RBTI analysis and the people trained by me use RBTI analysis to find out about the biochemistry of the body.
0: Now, David, traditionally, how do we approach mental pain?
1: Well, the allopathic method, of a, the doctor approach of a, a mental pain is to say, um, what's wrong? You've got depression here. There's some medication. If they know about mindfulness, they'll get people to do mindfulness. Generally, though, there's very little talked about the basic building blocks of the body, which is water, food, minerals, and enzymes. And once you start to balance those, a lot of the pressure is taken off the body because all the neurotransmitters
0: which are out of balance are actually created in the digestive system. Now, when we come back after this short break, you'll tell us more about that term you just used then, neurotransmitters.
1: Yes, and they're very important because they are the things which regulate our brain function.
0: We'll find out more about neurotransmitters in just a moment. It is two on RFM's Health and Wellbeing. Naturopath David Loman with us, and now 19 past 12. For our sponsor, au. we're looking at mental pain today, and before we went to the break, we were talking about a term called neurotransmitters. You need to enlighten us a little bit on neurotransmitters, please, David.
1: Look, they're systems that work within our own body. They're produced by the raw material that we give the body, and they actually regulate pretty well most of the things in our body. So they tell your heart to beat, your lungs to breathe, your stomach to digest. They can affect mood, sleep, concentration, weight. They can cause adverse symptoms when you're out of balance. And it's estimated that over 80% of the Western world have suboptimal neurotransmitter levels. So stress, poor diet, neurotoxins, genetic predisposition, drugs, prescription and recreational, excess of alcohol, caffeine usage can all cause these levels to go out of balance.
0: Now, is there neurotransmitters that do different things?
1: There are. Some speed up the system and some calm it down. What happens with mental issues is that generally the ones that speed up the system are in excess. There's too many of them, and there's not enough of the ones that calm things down.
0: What names do they go by?
1: Well, you've got serotonin, which everybody had pretty well he- heard of, because a lot of the um, the drugs now are serotonin-type um, drugs that help the body maintain its levels of serotonin, but they can't mimic exactly what the body is supposed to be doing. And really, it's a guess as to whether it's going to be effective or not. So mm-hmm. too many people that I see have started on a lot of these drugs, but then they find they're effective for a short term, but they're not effective for the long term. And, and their mental state just continues to get worse. So serotonin is one that we're aware of. What's yep. some of the others? A GABA um it's nature's valium-like substance it like a relaxant it's like a relaxant mm. it helps to, us to relax um and where there's something which is too excited GABA will help to just bring things down but again it's manufactured in the body and dopamine is another one now dopamine can be either it can excite or it can relax so it's important to get the balance right that it's not over um energized in the system and then the other ones that we do need, they help us focus. You know, they help us have motivation. They help us to have energy towards doing the things that we want to do in our life.
0: So when it comes to uh, traditional medicine and what they're doing, if they're approaching someone who might be uh, what we used to call hyperactive, which could be HDHD now yep. or ADHD, uh, yep. that's where you depending on what your personality is and what effects you're, you're suffering from, whether you get a serotonin or a GABA. or, or Yeah, it like.
1: just depends on what they're going to do. And so they give small amounts of some of these very high-powerful drugs to people with ADD, for instance, which allows them to calm their mind and have time to think. Yeah. What what we look at naturopathically is what's causing their mind to go out of balance in the first place.
0: How do you go when you're someone who, who is on these prescribed drugs and you're taking these and they're doing what they're supposed to do, which is a relaxant or helping you excite a little bit. What about if dietary-wise you're incorporating other things in there like a Coca-Cola or a caffeine or something else? They're all
1: going to throw things out of balance. Mm. So it's like the warnings, if you're taking this drug, don't drink alcohol. Um, there ought to be... Because we know that caffeine, for instance, can throw the neurotransmitters out of regulation restricting caffeine is one of the first things that you would do with someone who's got a mental health issue. But often they're hooked on it because it's the
0: only thing which makes them feel good. So oddly enough, you may be prescribed this drug to assist you with what you think is this mental pain and mental problem or anguish you're having, yet that's not helping with the other areas of your body, which could be related with the gut and a lack of something you may be missing there.
1: Yeah. And, and I believe it's important to go back to basics and find out, okay, where are the building blocks of the body? What's the first things we need to look at? Well, you know, it's the old four I keep talking about. It's water, food, minerals, and enzymes. Once you know where they are, and once you can help to balance them, then I believe is the time to look at what else needs to be done to help the brain
0: function more effectively. So fair to say conventional treatment could be starting at the wrong end.
1: I believe it is starting at the wrong end. You know, as a naturopath, and I see it all the time, I see people on the medication who come to me, and within a couple of sessions, usually you can calm them down. You can, working with other colleagues, doing whatever needs to be done basically to change their diet, change their intake, change their negative thinking, and people will calm down. They'll get rid of the constant negative thoughts that go round and round in their head, they'll de-stress their bodies, they'll be enabling themselves to actually function at a more effective level.
0: Now, for someone who's come along to one of your forums and you put a little questionnaire to them with some questions yeah. you ask them to measure their anxiety level, what are some of the questions you pose to them? And on a gauge of 1 to 10, you usually get them to put down how they're Well, being these impacted. things
1: can all be issues of mental health, trouble thinking clearly, fear of having a heart attack. Any fear, basically, any phobia or any fear is going to cause a disruption in the brain because it's something that is going to stimulate the neurotransmitters. Um, feeling you or your surroundings are unreal, that's a mental health issue. Difficulty in talking, mental health, fear of causing a scene or a public disturbance, fear of pub- fear of public speaking, that's a huge one, you know, because what happens is we already think that we're not going to be able to do it mm. or we get up there and we start to talk and all of a sudden we freeze because mentally we haven't prepared ourselves, mentally we haven't centered ourselves or prepared ourselves
0: or calmed ourselves enough to be able to do that and that is something that many people listening right now maybe nodding their heads, saying oh it happens to me I, i don't feel comfortable in that situation or circumstances like that at all
1: yeah and it's not difficult to sort out but you've got to go back to the basics so crying for no good reason is another one that's a mental issue as well fear of passing out or collapsing feeling of panic, nervous stomach, feeling of rising agitation, feeling that you want to run. All these feelings are coming. They're not necessarily emotional feelings. They're coming out of a mental process that goes on in the head through the thought process that we can't
0: cope basically with what might happen. We'll take a short break and we'll come back in a matter of moments and we'll continue to talk about uh, the mental issues that we're talking about today, more about neurotransmitters and more about what possibly you would like to consider doing to help improve your situation. Now 29 to 1 at 2NURFM 103.7. Newcastle and the Hunter Valley's 2NURFM 103.7 24 to 1 with you for a Tuesday afternoon it's health and well-being naturopath David Loman with us for our sponsor wellness.com.au today we're talking about mental pain and it is a problem for a lot of people one of those that it impacts on is something we're talking about at the moment a very busy time HSC studies underway HSD exams underway a lot of pressure put on our teenagers not just from that but from different areas and the mental pain they carry can often lead to the worst.
1: It can lead to the worst. And it's a very serious subject. Um, teenage suicide is on the increase and it's been on the increase for some time. And most teenagers know of someone at their school or someone that they know of who has actually committed suicide. And A lot of it is coming out of mental pain. It's coming out of the fact that they don't think they can cope. They don't think they're worth anything. They don't think that they're they're valuable. They don't think you know, there's this whole pressure thing on them that they just can't handle. They're not they're not able to handle it. Mm. They're biochemistry so far out of
0: whack that they just can't handle it. And the roots for this mental pain and anguish that could lead to teenage suicide?
1: Well, if you've got the neurotransmitters out of balance, then you won't handle stress very well. You won't handle your life very well. Mm. You won't think, and if there's any other issues going on, uh, bullying, you know, anything else, um, any sort of feelings that their body's not w- right or there's something wrong with them, and it can be just the slightest thing. Because they are highly sensitive, because their minerals are deficient, because they're highly sensitive, because they're not eating the right foods... Anything can snap that next step. Now, David,
0: it begs the question, how can mental pain be fixed?
1: Well, I don't believe we need to fix mental pain per se. I believe that what we need to be doing is actually looking at the body that is holding the brain within it and doing whatever is needed to balance the body. Now, that may be involving B-group vitamins because B-group vitamins are very, very deficient in any mental situation, You need the B-group vitamins to drive the energy, but you also need the B-group vitamins to detoxify the body. And not all Bs are created equal. So some of the ones that I use are in a more professional basis. They're what called activated B-group vitamins, and they work extremely well with most conditions of mental pain. But also the minerals are extremely important. Without the minerals, the body can't function properly. The nerve system can't function properly. The difficulty is knowing which minerals to give, which calcium's to give, for instance, because we're all different. And if our pH is out of balance, we will need, one person will need a different calcium to another, which is why the RBTI analysis is so good at finding out the baseline for any treatment that we're going to offer.
0: Now, for somebody who's listened today and, uh, yeah, they're, they're really having trouble struggling with mental pain and they've listened to what we've said this afternoon and they're thinking this could be something I need to find out further about. You're hosting a special forum next Tuesday. We
1: are next Tuesday evening at New Lambton Community Centre.
0: Yeah. And, you know,
1: we, we've just try we're trying to put out as much information into the community as we can possibly get. We had a uh, function last week at the city hall. We had over 150 to 200 children there from year 10 at one of the major schools around the area. And they all got it, you know, they all got it because we were showing them what we were talking about. We're showing how it related to their life. So more information we can get out there to people, I believe, the better the community will be.
0: Now, if you'd like more details about the Pain Information Prevention Evening, which is next Tuesday, and that will be held in New Lambton, you can give a call to Philip. And Philip can also give details on the RBTI analysis. He can, and he can supply the kits, the screening test kits for
1: people. And that's what we'll be doing on the evening uh, next week. Now, the well. phone
0: number for Philip? 44 that's zero double four triple eight three eight three eight is the phone number to get through to Philip Rankin. He can give you more details on both those occasions, that special forum next Tuesday and of course details on Kerry Reims RBTI analysis.
1: Yes, we'll be talking a lot about what people can do to actually take away their pain, physical, mental or emotional.
0: We will look forward to your company again. You'll be back with us next Tuesday I will. Afternoon. And next week we'll be talking about emotional pain. Okay, that will be next week. It is our 2NURFM Health and Wellbeing. Naturopath David Lomond, thank you, David. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone. And with thanks to our sponsor, balance2wellness.com.au, 2NURFM 103.7.